You got what? Oh, let's see. They they just got a switch, and they just cannot stop playing one two switch. Who said that? Whoever our special guest is. Is it Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Because hello, you're listening to Split Screen Gaming Podcast, the occasional weekly podcast where three lifelong friends correspond about video games from the comfort of their homes. I'm Chad Michael Linus. I'm Holden Adams DePardo. And joining us shortly will be Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Actually, he called me. He's not going to be able to make it. He just got a Switch, actually, and he, he's obsessed with 1-2-Switch. He can't stop. I, was, I asked if we can come over and play it, and... He said he already has company, so... You know how I know that's a lie? How's that a lie? Dwayne The Rock Johnson doesn't use his phone as a phone. He uses it as an Instagram inspiration machine. <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome back. It is late Sunday night or Monday morning or afternoon or literally any time in the future if you want to listen to this because that's how podcasts work. Uh, follow us, subscribe, rate us on iTunes. Do whatever the hell you want on Google, Google Play because I guess that helps. Some people have Google Play. Um, you are a Google Play. No, I, I have an iPhone. So we, we took some suggestions and uh, some feedback from ourselves, and we're <laughs> going to change this up a little bit this week. Uh, we're still going to stick out with our same regular intro of, what have you been playing? So Holden, tell me, what have you been playing? We'll get more in-depth with uh, the main game I've been playing, which is Zelda Breath of the Wild. Oh, surprise fucking surprise. I know. What a surprise. I'm playing Zelda. Who would have thought? Breath of Hello, I'm the Open wild. your eyes. Oh, I've also I get been it, because that's the, the intro. Yeah, it's what Zelda says in the beginning. Doesn't every Zelda start with that? No, every except Zelda the starts. Original Zelda? No, every Zelda starts. Except for the original oh, Zelda. Wake up. Yeah, him waking up. With, hey, listen! Nope, that's only working in time. Scott! <laughs> so, I also played Snipper Clips a lot this week. Wait, hold on. Back up. I didn't listen to your answer. Does everyone start like that? With him waking up? Yeah. But it doesn't start with the words. Open your eyes. Oh, no, open your that, eyes. that is... I think I'm pretty sure that's Breath of the Wild only. Mm, that sounds exclusive. <laughs> exclusive on Nintendo. Did Switch. you know if you buy it on the Wii U version, instead of saying "Open your eyes," it says "You made a mistake." Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, what have you been playing? Sorry, other than Zelda, you played something? A S- thing? Snipper clips. You were, you were too busy thinking of yourself, Chad. I'm just so important. Snipper <laughs> clips is outrageously awesome. Yeah, I played that for a little bit in a Chipotle, and it was great. It was. I played it, though, in a party setting this time, where it was eight people. So four people playing and four Whoa. bystanders. And I have to say, just about everyone was bursting out in laughter. It was yeah. It was really, really fun. Where did you find eight people? Uh, we had a, a friend who was leaving, and he had some people oh, come yeah, over, yeah, 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 and yeah. I was just happened to be there. And Raul uh, had his Switch. I had my Switch. And we paired my controllers to a switch, which this is really cool. You pair the controllers just by sliding it into the uh, the switch and then oh, sliding it out. It that's was, it hot. Was pretty awesome. That's hot. No, like yeah. push and hold a button and then push sync on the other thing. Nope. And then you just they like don't slide it, slide then... it out. Oh my god, it's fank. It's great. That's something they got right. It is. It was very slick. I'm like, I wonder how you do this. I'm like, I think I know how you do this. It's just boop. So you played some snapper cloops. Snapper cloops. That is it. Uh, what else did you play? Uh, I played some uh, fast RMX. Right. Which is a racing game. Again, which is the spiritual also... successor to Matt Hoffman's BMX <laughs> on uh, Game Boy Advance. That's exactly what it is. And then I played Shovel Knight last night for the first time. For the first time? First time on Switch or first time ever in life? First time ever. I've always wanted to play it. We need a party. But I never, got, like, I never got the opportunity to play it. But now, since it's one of the only games available on the Switch, <laughs> I decided to go for it. So uh, I, I've had a lot of games to play this week, actually. What about you? Nice. Uh, I played Horizon Zero Dawn some more. 
about, Surprise. Uh, that's like that's about your, 10 hours more this week. I am to Zelda what you are to Horizon Zero Dawn right now. No, because I'm pretty sure you've put a zillion hours into <laughs> Zelda, and I've put 16 total into Horizon. I have not put a zillion. You could probably mark it like 50 or so. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, In a week, that's a healthy amount of games to play. That is healthy. That is Very healthy. healthy. On top of the three other games that I mentioned <laughs> playing, too. Uh, yeah, so I played some Horizon. I played... A game where I look at strangers on the street and I make up stories about them. Uh, but as far as video games, that's it. It's just Horizon. I watched. Okay, so this isn't playing, but I thought about playing to the point where I downloaded it and intend to play it. A game that's free on PlayStation Plus this week called or this month called uh, Lumo. 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 It's a PS4 and PS Vita game. I downloaded it on no my Vita, and it's like a really cool. You should look at the trailer. I looked it up, and I oh. watched the trailer, so that counts as playing it. I'm going to stop the podcast right now so everyone can listen to me watch the trailer. Okay. Everyone Holden's looking at his phone right now. He's typing on it. It's in portrait orientation. He is not doing any of the nope. above. He's I'm, actually just staring just at staring. me <laughs> with a smile. <laughs> oh, what a charming smile you have. What are we doing? So that's all. Yeah, I've just been playing Horizon Zero Dawn any chance that I get, and by that I mean it's very few chances this week. But I do have the next two days off. So. Yeah, you had like three days off in a row, didn't you? Yeah, but I'm an adult with obligations. Uh, so. See, I'm, I, I made my obligation Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did everything in advance so I could play Zelda. Also, rent is late and you got fired. And <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's all I've been playing. The power went week. out. I called them so I could play more Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> Zelda. Yeah, thank God the portable mode on the Switch. Otherwise, I would have been screwed. Thank all of the gods. <laughs> How many gods? The Hindu gods the judeo-christian god all of them i only celebrate so that's what we're playing this week so next up we're going to stick with our news segment but rather than see last week if you guys stuck with us for the whole time we spent (laughs) about three and a half years on our news stories i think you had something like 16 stories and i had 10 i want to say there was a lot of stories so there were some pretty unimportant stories in there so we took our own feedback the most important one was the controller for oh yeah, if you hold down the thumbstick and it says "Thanks for playing," whatever. Thanks to game do. fans, important stuff. These so, stories yeah, need to be shared. We've boiled it down to more meaningful stories that we can talk about, and by that I mean there was a lot less news this week. So <laughs> uh, we are going to stick to five stories normally, but each if each. I get five. Oh my god, wait! I totally have five stories. Oh yeah, five stories. I had five total. I thought, you I, thought I had three. Yeah. Well, I have five, so we we're doing it right this time. Doing it right. All right, you go first because I have to disable my ad blocker to read this story. <laughs> I think the biggest news of the week is the launch of the Switch and their sales, which were very oh, good. sales. Okay, I was about to say, launch of the Switch was already a thing. Yeah. No, I'm just stuck in that in the past, Chad. It's always March 3rd to me. No, yeah, the sales were very, very good. It actually, in the first two days, and I'm going to the first five days thing is um, not part of the story, but is updated later on says sold or outperformed the Wii in the same time frame in North America, which is for Nintendo great. That means it's your best selling console. (laughs) You said you're always stuck in the past on March third, and in my head I'm thinking, ooh, it's like double groundhog down groundhog's day. Or wait, is it reverse groundhog's day? If it's reverse groundhog's day, that means you never get to be November or March third. 
Does it mean you skip it every year? Did you never get the switch? Do you still have it on the fourth? That's what I was just thinking about. Whenever you were I just talking like about whatever up, the hell you were I talking wake about. up on the fourth and have all these memories of playing Zelda <laughs> on the switch. So I'm what sorry. Happened? I stared you in the eyes that whole time, but I didn't listen to a word you said. <laughs> Go for it one more time. One more time. Okay. Well, the audience was listening. You weren't Chad, <laughs> so I'm not repeating it. But because I love you, I will actually repeat it. Aww. The don't speak of Wii love, show me. sold a a certain amount of consoles <clears throat> in around like the. Like an unspecified over, amount, uh, over like three hundred thousand, I think, is what it sold in the first few days in America, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and Switch did like three thirty, three hundred thirty thousand. So not like nice. hugely better, but it's outperforming. But better, yeah. And actually, in, well, that was cool. In some areas, uh, someone said in Spain, the PS4, its first like few, uh, first few days sold nine thousand units. The Switch sold forty five thousand units. So like, it's doing really well. In Japan, it is uh, outselling all Nintendo consoles of their launch. So this is looking good for Nintendo. Uh, doesn't mean it's going to do super great in the long run, but right now there's a lot of hype around it. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of that has to do with Zelda and just the insane amount of hype around that game. Yeah. But, That's awesome, though, that it's it's the fastest selling, at least within 48 hours, the fastest selling Nintendo system of all time. I'm, I'm happy. I mean, as a huge Nintendo fan, I want to see them do well. And this yeah. Is, this is good. And I would love to see them do something really great with this so that by the time holiday comes around, I can get the Switch XL or Switch DSi. If they did that, it'd be such a slap in the face. <laughs> Remember that system you bought six months ago? Well, it got better. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, yeah, that was one of my new Zelda stories. Breath of the Wild that does not have frame rate drops anymore. <laughs> <laughs> if you buy the Suckers. Switch XL. Launch title Mario Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, here, I'll go with mine next up. Uh, Naughty Dog, the makers of Uncharted and The Last of Us, uh, say don't expect them to make another entry in the Uncharted series. You stole one of mine. Oh, Aww. I guess we're only going to have five total stories today. <laughs> uh, however, it's possible that a different studio could. And this is something I hope that not. Uh, I, I'm actually okay with it. Um, Uncharted. Is, is it Nathan Drake Uncharted or like oh, I, Sully? I don't think, or like I don't think that going forward it would be a Nathan Drake story. I think Nathan Drake is done. Yeah. But I think that it would be fascinating to see another character in that same universe. If it's, if it's like his daughter or something like that, that'd be dumb. Yeah. Really or dumb. Or not. It could be great. Yeah, I, I just don't want it to happen. I so, didn't like the first three that much, but the fourth one is so good. You didn't like... Oh, that's because you played them... Way after the fact. Way after I the did fact, yeah. beat the first two all the way through and didn't even attempt the third one, though. <laughs> That's right. Just because that stupid Lazarevich battle at the end. It was so out of place. It, it was, was so weird. Boss battles are always awful, but... That's not uh, true. Zelda boss battles are great. Not all of them. All of them. I hate <laughs> Jabu Jabu's belly. Yeah, that is not a... It, it's a cool level in concept. Boom. But Roasted. it also has nothing to do with Uncharted The Lost Legacy. So Uncharted Lost Legacy is coming out, and it's a standalone chapter that comes uh, after the events, it's in the future of the events of Uncharted 4, uh, based around Nadine and Chloe, who I missed, that hot little temptress from Uncharted 2 and Trace. My favorite Uncharted game. Three? Two. I said two and Trace, and then you said my favorite, so I assumed it was three. I'm so sorry. You should apologize. Um... But yeah, I, th- I think it's it's great for them to be able to work on something new. A new IP would be awesome. You see, mm-hmm. like what Horizon has come from, like Guerrilla Games, and I'm really excited to see whatever their Horizon's going to be. Take something completely different, or maybe the same vein, same type of game. But I'd love something new from them. And yeah. the license in another set of hands. I mean, if you look at Sony Ben's Golden Abyss, 
they made a that perfectly is a good point. great game That's on Vita. That's a good Vita. point. Also solidifies that we could get a prequel for Nathan Drake, one of his earlier adventures. I think I just definitively said, and I speak for Naughty Dog when I say, Nathan Drake's story is done. Stop um, talking about it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't think you speak on behalf of, uh, of Naughty Dog. Otherwise, you wouldn't be doing this podcast. <laughs> well, you're a towel. Go, buddy. All right. Is it my turn? Do I get to share a story now? You get to share whatever stories you like. Well, since you stole that one from me, No Man's Sky had a major update. No Mansky. No Mansky. I still get excited about this game. I want to play the update. I know it wasn't great, but I still enjoy it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, this update is pretty interesting. You can now get land vehicles to travel around your home planet. Whoa, like tanks? Yeah, like tanks and stuff. That's awesome. Uh, they also PS4 Pro support. So, like, much crisper, better uh, resolution uh, textures and stuff like that. Cool, cool, uh, cool. Big, big plus since I know we both have PlayStation 4 Pros. Oh, man, I'm itching to get one, though. Like, I'm checking those GameStop trade-in values on the reg. Just so you can play No Man's Sky. Just <laughs> for No Man's Sky. <laughs> and the no, other- oh, I lied. I also played some I Expect You to Die. Sorry, tangent, go. Uh, one more. This is uh, I actually think this is a cool addition to No Man's Sky. Permadeath. Not what? so. It, so I, it is something in you no turn man's on. sky. Yeah, permadeath. So if you die, you start over again. Spoiler alert! Stop listening right now. If you are <laughs> at all worried about no man's sky spoilers, <laughs> isn't that the end of the game as well? You just start again. You get to the center of the universe and you literally start over. I think it it makes it so that when you get into a space battle or so, something like that, you die. <laughs> you have to get. You can just get your stuff back, Dark Soul style. Okay. This is you like any planets you discovered, uh, anything you've done, anything you've logged, tracked, uh, the base that you've made because you have like a home base now as well. Okay. Gone. You gotta start it over again. So you start from the beginning. Regular no man's sky. You start from the beginning, make your way all the way to the very end of the game, and then end up right back at the beginning at the end of the game. Yeah. So what? Or how- you can flip a switch and I, say, I "Shoot think- me in the head now." <laughs> And start me over because I don't want to play through this whole fucking game. So I think you're misunderstanding what happens when you get to the center of the universe. When you get to the center of the universe, you do exactly what you did in a new universe. Where everything's procedurally generated, so it doesn't matter anyway. It's not not important. Oh, my God. That's a great addition because I would. I would get about three planets in and be like, this is boring as fuck and shoot myself in the head and permadeath (laughs) myself so I could get to the end much faster. I remember you came over and watched me play No Man's Sky when it came out, and I I think you really did want to kill yourself. And you tried to make things so interesting for me by getting into a battle that you really didn't need to get into. Oh, my God. This is so hard. These guys are chasing me and shooting me. (laughs) I. I, It's not a great game. I like that game. (laughs) I like that game. Oh, those are my feelings. Well, I'm hurt by your feelings. Well, I apologize. I just want to hear your next story. All right, I'm on, I'm on the edge of my seat. My next story. So a second ago, I interrupted your story to tell you something irrelevant, and I'm sorry. I also played I Expect You to Die, which is an excellent uh, PlayStation 4 VR uh, game. It's like an escape room type thing. You played this, it. Yeah, you okay. This is the one. Okay, yeah. It. it was super fun. Yeah, we played some today. Uh, also played a little Overcooked today. Shout out to Overcooked. Oh, the bee's knees. Coming to Nintendo Switch. I, I can't wait. That's a perfect Switch game. But on the lines of VR, there is a new game coming out this year. Uh, no release date yet for all major VR headsets called The American Dream. Have you heard of The American Dream? No. It's a game developed by an Australian company. And Never mind. It's terrible. <laughs> the American Dream 
everything you do in the game is on rails, but it's also with guns. And it's the life of a child all the way to an adult, but everything is guns. So you're a baby in a crib, and to get your mom's attention to feed you, you shoot a gun at the door. <laughs> and it's like your baby, you have pistols for hands. <laughs> and then the mom comes in, and she's feeding you, and she scoops baby food out with a pistol and sticks the pistol in your mouth to feed you. <laughs> There's a part where you have a job at a, don- or at a bagel factory, and your job is to shoot the holes into the bagels. So everything, it's a huge satire on Americans and our love of guns is that how the holes get in bagels they get that, shot they get shot out there's someone I've whose job is to shoot them that. out yeah always wonder so i'm very very excited to see how this game ends up being because i think it's going to be hilarious you're a baby That's... with pistols for hands but you grow up eventually eventually and... you're just an old man with pistols <laughs> for hands. well apparently there are shotguns and rifles for hands as well when you get older <laughs> it, it sounds like it's gonna be it sounds like job simulator but with guns it's gonna be. Great. I never, did you play Job Simulator? I played the demo of Job Simulator. Is it fun? How was yeah. It? Oh yeah, it's okay. hella fun. It looked. Oh, it I looked interesting. For saying hella out loud. Hella, holla, holla, bread. <laughs> so yeah, that's something that's coming in 2017. No release date yet, but 2017. What a great year 2017 is going to be. You're a great year. So, I think actually my next story. I think we might have talked about this last week. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it. Oh, good, great. I love talking about things twice. I, I do. I mean, we're going to talk about Zelda again later on, which is... Zelda, Zelda, Zelda. Oh, that's true. There's literally an entire topic today about talking about things twice. So, Nintendo has said that eventually Netflix and Hulu are going to come to the Switch. But I, I, we did talk about that last week. We did. We did, yeah. But I guess it was confirmed by Reggie Fils made this time. And I had to report you to the police for domestic abuse. <laughs> we got into it. I don't care if it's coming or not, but I just like no. I you don't care, but if anyone has it, they're an idiot, according to you. So. you no, know, it's more that like if you if that was like, <laughs> you don't want to play this on it, you don't want to watch Netflix on your Switch. It's not so much that it's more that, like I, I was on Reddit and people were like, I'm not going to get it. it. Doesn't even have Netflix. I'm like, if you if you that's, care that much about Netflix, yeah, if you care that much about Netflix, you already have a device as Netflix. Yeah, it's that's like true. I love Netflix. I pay for it. I can't use it yet. I don't have it on Nintendo Switch. Yeah, it doesn't happen. But it's coming. Resident Evil said it's coming. You said it's coming. coming. It's coming. Uh, I'm gonna do one more. We'll stick on the uh, the negative switch. I'm sorry. I just have to play devil's advocate because you're all up Switch's dick right now. So uh, I, I have to save some bad things about Nintendo. Switch. Please do. I can't wait to defend Nintendo. <laughs> so there are two games right now. Indie games. I guess. I, I, yeah, I guess they're indie games. Uh, and there's a trend that seems to be happening where these games are more expensive for Switch versions yes. than for PS4 versions. Rhyme. So Puyo, Puyo, Puyo Puyo Tetris. What a stupid thing to say. And Rhyme. Rhyme both, is on here, but I have it for a different reason. Uh, well, they're both $10 more expensive on the Switch. Yeah. So there's like a Switch premium tax that you have to pay in order to play it on I the go. I don't – is it – do you think it's the the – the, the taste of the, of the cartridge is the <laughs> They have to pay 10 bucks for the bitter cartridge. Yeah. Like, do we have this Nintendo? Yes, you do. You have to spend the $10. Can I just make it download only? Then everyone's going to lick the screen. <laughs> um, the babies will try to eat the entire Switch. Don't you get it? <laughs> so there's no explanation from either of these two game companies. Yeah, Rhyme was, was uh, the developer of Rhyme. Is it Tequila? Is that them? Tequila Works? No. Yeah? No. no. The people who are making Rhyme, they were really pushed on talk. it. And they basically were implying that they based the the price of their games on the development cost and like manufacturing. So the person's like, so it is the cartridge that's caused this to be more expensive. 
we make our price on games based on the development cost of manufacturing. It's like, all right, they're just going like, to throw that same canned response out there. It is Tequila Works, sorry. Okay. I, I, I don't understand because also... The, I, I had a fear this was going to happen the developers, the developers of Shovel Knight said that it took them a week to get their game ported to Switch. Yeah. So that makes no sense. Not the taste. Is it like, because it's a cartridge instead of a disc? I, I really think it might be that. Because it's not an SD card. It is its own proprietary. And what happened with the N64 with cartridges? They were too expensive. If it's a download version, do you think it's going to be cheaper in the eShop? I hope so, because that's how I'm, I'm going to download all my games. That's insane. If all of these games are going to be $10 more expensive. Okay, first of all, I'm it's totally into that. Because that pushes everything more to a more digital future, which I'm all about. Yes. But if things end up cheaper digital than they are Which only form, makes sense. It, of course. There's no reason why it shouldn't be other than keeping relationships with GameStop. Yeah. Um, Which, but if that's honestly, a that reality, point, I'm, I'd, I'd love for now. them to start that spark of everything else going. Nintendo yes, would, too. Screw physical, disc, physical media. Well, who, th- who benefits the most from doing that? Nintendo. Because most of their games will probably be sold. I mean, not... Wait, wait, Nantan Bob doing that great... Which way to write or phrase great that? Stuff. Uh, their games will sell best on Switch is the best way to put that. So they will benefit the most by having cheaper prices on digital than That's everyone true. else. That's true. Cool beans. All right, go, buddy. Well, mine's also rhyme related as well. Oh, great! It Tell has a release date. I'm, I'm excited about rhyme. I yeah. still. I mean, it's. I think it's ten dollars more, but it's only forty bucks still. I'm gonna take my socks off. Don't don't talk about my feet. <laughs> I mean, you already did that. So, or, tell right. me about so, rhyme. So Chad is taking out his socks are black. They're ring rolled off his feet pulling on okay, it and it just of came all, off they are rogue socks from oh. rogue.com and oh. they're athletic socks and they're padded and they're so comfortable i'm looking for good socks i just put socks? so many syllables in the word comfortable 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 do you know what's not comfortable what waiting until may 26th for rhyme to come out great transition <laughs> i'm proud of you i really want to play this game i when it came out and or was released first discussed in 2013 as a PS4 exclusive that was literally one of the reasons why I wanted to get a yeah, PS4 it looked, great. it looked really cool do you know the why it looked really cool because it looked like what Zelda. Breath, of, Zelda Breath of the Wild absolutely looks like. well it looks like Wind Waker at the time we didn't yeah. really know about Breath of the Wild yet <laughs> oh what naive ignorant idiots we were <laughs> Can you imagine like life pre Breath of the Wild I might as well just throw up in my own eyes <laughs> So I'm excited it's coming out, but it is also not only more expensive on Switch, but it is coming out later on Switch as well. Yeah. Dumb. It is coming out late summer. I mean, I understand that Shovel Knight's not a difficult game. I mean, it's not graphically demanding or anything like that. But is it really going to be that different for a game like Rhyme and a game like Shovel Knight to be ported? I mean, I understand it's not going to take a week, but how much longer and how much more resources does it need? I think it comes down to the engine is it a custom engine that they're using or is it just unreal or unity because uh, it's unreal sense. and unity it's probably super easy but if you're on custom engine you, you mean it's not just do. a matter of switching out button prompts <laughs> that's exactly all it is and making sure it's portable although you just hit the portable command line did you know in telltale's uh tales of the borderlands did you ever play that game first of all no it was fantastic i haven't really played any of the telltale games well, Mine you're is- an idiot Minus the first few episodes of Walking Dead Season 1, and okay. I, I don't like that kind of game. Okay, well, I played Not Walking Dead Season 1, Season 2, Tales from the Borderlands, and Game of Thrones. But Tales from the Borderlands was exceptionally great. As was... Shut up. I'm trying to get off... Not get off topic, or trying to. I don't know. Sounds. Tales from the Borderlands, the PS4 
released version had Xbox button prompts in it. <laughs> so it was literally telling you to hit the B button or the A button. Oh, that's it's terrible. Like, uh, those buttons aren't on my controller. That's really bad. I mean, they patched it out, but oh, I'm the fact that the game to. shipped with that is hilarious. I found that this, uh, this is way off topic. I found on YouTube this guy talking about like worst games that got released like broken. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the worst ones is Tony Hawk Pro Skater 5. Do you know what happened with that game? Uh, I know the download patch, like the day one patch was bigger than the game itself. Yeah, it was seven gigs because most of the game was <laughs> in that patch. <laughs> they barely it were able to It went gold with the title screen. And they're like, yeah, we'll get the rest out there. It <laughs> went gold with only the tutorial. Oh, my God. So if you didn't have an internet connection and you bought that game for $60, you only got the tutorial unless you downloaded the seven gigabyte patch. Don't worry. Apparently, the rest of the game was trash anyway. Yeah, so it was supposed to be very bad. It wasn't even worth downloading. The only reason they released it that day is because that was the last day of their contract with uh, to own the, the rights to it. It's just rushed to make money. Yeah. It's a shame, too, because it is a classic franchise ahead of Breath of the Wild on the Metacritic. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, are you finished with your rhyme story? Yeah, that's I don't remember. Yeah. Okay. We, we were so off trail on that one. Off trail. Off trail. Off road? Off track? Off trail? Oregon Trail? Those poor, poor dead people. <laughs> Uh, my last story today uh, is NPD results saying PS4 is once again the top uh, console above Xbox One in the U.S. for the month of February. I'm really surprised by that. Not. This is, <laughs> this is I think, every single month but two since the PS4 came out. It has beat Xbox One, which is such a, a turnaround from last generation. My... My roommate, he's not like an Xbox fanboy. Yeah. But I do like to talk, tell him that he bought the wrong console. <laughs> and I'm not that I'm a PlayStation fanboy. I just think it's funny. And when the Xbox One S came out, I was like, uh, Xbox was the uh, number one selling console. I'm like, yeah, because it just came out with a new one. Nah, that <laughs> and Xbox it will one not S, last. That's what it did. It's two or three months that it came out on top was the Xbox One S. And, and then man, I've off. been super tempted too, especially with this new Xbox Game Pass. Like, you you buy an Xbox One S yeah. and suddenly you have access to 100 games. Do you want to wait for, for Scorpio though? Exactly. So I'm like, oh man, especially there's been some good deals recently, like on Newegg.com and stuff like that, where you mm-hmm. could get a new Xbox One bundle for 150 bucks, and I almost jumped on it. I was like, that? Xbox One for 150 dollars? Xbox One S. Oh, One S. That's, that's and it's a bundle. You, why didn't you just go for it? I know, right? But it was just like, but I know the Scorpio's coming out in a matter of months. That's why I won't get a PS4 Pro. Is I already have the PlayStation 4. If I'm going to get another console, it might as be one that allows me to play games I can't also play on my PlayStation 4. Well, you don't have a VR, and that's why it's relevant to me, so I don't want to hear it. <laughs> well, you can get VR and Scorpio. You're a VR. Yeah, Actually, but they're not going to have a dedicated VR. That's interesting, though. I think they're probably going to part. They already partnered with Oculus. Yeah, there's going to be VR surrounding the Every Scorpio. Oculus comes with a Microsoft Xbox controller. Yeah. we so. Scorpio will feature... Oculus support. Not bundled in. You heard it here first, everyone. Bundled in for free. Bundled in with Mario Kart. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, that's awesome. There's up to something like, what, like almost 60 million PS4s out in the wild now? That's good. That's amazing. It is. There's that rumor that they're going to do PS5 next year. I'm like, no, there's no way. The PS4 is still doing super well. It's just selling so well, so. Why the fuck would they do it? Oh, absolutely. They did take shorter console generations this time, but I don't think there's yeah. any weight to that. That's because there's no recession, so why would they need to draw that out? Yeah. Everyone's got the money to pay for hardware, and if you yeah. don't have the money to pay for hardware, then you're probably in the wrong country. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you probably have a part-time job or no job. 
and you're looking and trying very hard and I'm I support you and <laughs> unemployment is a thing don't be ashamed um, use unemployment checks on Nintendo Switch featuring Breath of the Wild <laughs> featuring Breath of the Wild I just can't this is that. what the Breath of the Wild sounds like are you ready uh, we're both going to do our impression I'll do mine first okay That's your that's, impression of Breath of the Wild? That's what I think the Breath of the Wild sounds like. Well, Every see, time I've, the Wild inhales and exhales, it sounds well, like that. I finished the game. I know what the Breath of the Wild sounds oh, like. Oh, school me then. And this is a no-spoiler podcast, so we're not going right. to do it. Yeah. Oh. See how I got out of that one right there? <laughs> I don't like making weird noises in a microphone. I'm sorry, Chad. No, I will do or say anything to get out of it. What was that? It's on the internet forever, and it's blackmail. <laughs> We had this video of you hold making a weird sound. Give us ten thousand dollars. We're releasing on the internet. You're recording this on video, audio, whatever. Oh yeah. You know what else is great on audio? What's that? Let's look at something visually. <laughs> oh my god, this is hilarious, and you guys have no idea. Anyway, god damn it, we're I can't even see your phone. I don't even know Holden. what's going on. Holden, yes. Tell me your last news story, or second to last. I don't oh, know. You stole, I'm done. I'm you, out. Of you, them. you stole one of mine, so I'm out. I, I, I we're just. You know what that means? That means the last 10 minutes of conversation were for not everybody because we could have been done with this segment a lot earlier. <laughs> oh, man. Next up, if new only segment. Dwayne The Rock Johns are here to keep us on track. <laughs> Dwayne! <laughs> I wonder what his real middle name is. Probably, like, Peru. <laughs> um, next up, a new segment called Story Time. This one's Story Time with Holden DePardo. Holden has collected his thoughts. He's beat The Legend of Zelda. He's had an extra week with Switch. He's going to give us his final thoughts on Zelda. <laughs> that was Breath of the Wild. <laughs> as well as the Switch hardware. So, Holden, tell me a story. Well, I don't know. It's not a story as much as just a collection of thoughts here. But Call it a story or you're fired. <laughs> I, I, it's hard to review the switch, honestly, because really, uh, my uh, my my boss at work was like, "So, what do you what do you think of the switch?" I heard the software is really good, and I'm like, "The software is Zelda Breath of the Wild. <laughs> <laughs> that is all there is to do. That is <laughs> that was Chad filling a glass. Water's water. back, y'all. Every episode there will be a water pour. <laughs> the anticipation of where and when will keep you on your toes. Continue. So to talk about the switch hardware, I think it's kind of. Irrelevant. I have enjoyed Breath of the Wild. I have enjoyed it playing the TV. I've enjoyed it playing in bed. I've enjoyed it on the train. I've enjoyed it at work and on in tabletop mode. It's good hardware. It's fun. It's yeah, not super powerful, solid. but you it's don't have fun. a preference on either way or uh, preference. What I want actually, I've really enjoyed portable mode more than portable the dock mode. mode. Explain what the fancy Port- words. Portable mode is is where the Joy Cons are on the left and right of the Switch console itself. Yes, and you're carrying it like a Vita. That's how I, it feels. Super like that's the most premium that I feel this this system feels is when you have it in portable mode. That's the best thing about it is the weight. It feels really good in the hand. So hefty. Someone was saying it felt cheap. I'm like, no, this does not feel cheap. I, no. I thought it was going to feel really cheap. It's a $300 console that does a lot. I was thinking they're going to have a skimp. It's, it's it's really, really solid. Tabletop mode is also fantastic too, though. Yeah? Yeah. I was in the break room and uh, Cameron's like, I've been here for the Snipper Clips game. I want to play it. I'm like, yeah, we're going to play it right now. <laughs> and I just put it down in the break room. We were playing Snipper Clips, having a great time. It was really cool. Or even just at work. Oh, my God. Please tell me you've had the opportunity to use, like, legit HD Rumble with 1-2 Switch. Because I have. You and have? And I've played the how many balls are in this remote thing. How did you do it? I didn't and play it. And it's so, I don't have it. so cool. Is it really? Yes. 
Does it work that well? It does. Like you're 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 rolling it back. You're like just tilting it in your hand, and you can kind of feel them. You can shake it. It it feels so cool. Is it worth fifty dollars though? I don't know. I only played the how many balls are in this thing ball game. <laughs> balls. I'm just gonna say balls again. Balls. This the same boss that was asking for the software. He got he got one as well. He's, he's the final boss. And he was saying how uncomfortable he is with his kids doing the milking game. <laughs> <laughs> because of just the gesture they're doing. It's like, I don't know yeah. if I want my ten year old kid making that gesture right now. Go uh it was Dane. Mm-hmm. Dane has one two switch and that's who I felt the, the goddamn balls with. I need to Go feel uh, Dane's balls in the break room. <laughs> I I really want to try it out. I just don't know if I want to spend fifty dollars on it. So I will ask Dane. I see him a yeah. lot. I should do that. Uh, sorry, continue your conversation. Your story. Continue your story, Holden. Yeah, so uh, the best modes are portable and, and handheld. Okay. Okay. Uh, sorry, okay. portable and tabletop. Oh, that's different. It, it, it is different. I said portable and handheld, which is the same thing. Yep. Portable, handheld, the one you can carry around with you. All three are great. The, the TV mode is fun, but I actually would find myself being... Playing on the TV, and I'm like, I want to just lay in bed and, and play this game. And I would take it off the TV, lay in bed, and that was super enjoyable. <laughs> I really enjoyed playing it that way. It's mostly because the screen is actually the best of any Nintendo console, which is not saying much because the 3DS has a 3D screen, but it's a pretty terrible oh, screen. Oh, it's a garbage screen. It's lucky the graphics don't really need to have a better screen than that, but the Wii U gamepad was pretty atrocious. It was 480p. And the color reproduction, everything looked so washed out and terrible. Do you remember how big the Wii U gamepad screen is? It's actually, I think, the same exact size as the Switch screen. The Switch is just a smaller console in and of itself. Hmm. Why do you, why do you ask, Chad? I was just wondering, because in my head, you know, I don't have a whole lot of experience with the Wii U gamepad, but in my head, it, it's enormous. It and is a big. a 480p screen on that enormous thing sounds terrible. I'm. I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure the 3DS is close to 480p. But it's a much smaller screen. It's a much smaller screen, but that, that's that's the point. And I'm not going to correct you because I don't know if you're wrong. I don't know if I'm wrong either. It's something weird. It's like 400 by something, but with the 3D, it's 800 by that same other number. I don't really quite remember what it is, but in that case, actually, it's not 480p. Yep. Anyway, liar. either way, the Switch display is really solid. That's kind of what makes the portable mode so good. But to the to bring Zelda Breath of the Wild into this, it plays better in portable mode, which I cannot for the life of me figure out why. Why is it that when it is overclocked in the tablet mode or in the docked mode on your TV, the processor is turning and, and doing more, it gets hotter, it has a harder time maintaining a frame rate than when it's relying on low power mode. What if it's not overclocked and it's just putting out more peas? <laughs> just because it's connected to power. That's a really and dumb that's move. probably why. I don't think Nintendo's that stupid. But that's the frame rate doesn't really bother me, Breath of the Wild. I'll actually do my cons first. Okay. Because there's really not that You heard many. it here. Holden hates Nintendo Switch. I here's a list Nintendo of why. <laughs> this is actually on Breath of the Wild. I don't really have that much to say. Oh, about sorry, Breath of the Wild. The Switch hardware is uh, the software's not quite done yet, so I kind of feel odd saying it's not great. It's for what it is right now. It's totally passable. You're gonna enjoy playing games on it. Breath of the Wild, however, there are two things that have really annoyed me. Th- okay. Actually, three things. They're pretty small. One is there are these motion game, uh, motion uh, 
parts of the game where you have to like control the like a moving platform or something like that by tilting it to roll a ball ball around or something like that. Yep. And my god, are they frustrating as fuck? <laughs> I have heard that like here are some ways you can get around and circumvent the stupid motion mini games. Yep. There are some really funny ones actually. There was one where you have a a ball maze and you're tilting the maze to move the ball around and eventually I just realized I can just fly over to the to the maze <laughs> grab the ball and throw <laughs> it to where I need it to go and I ended up doing it that way instead that's awesome just to show you how bad those controls were but like it's weird because when you're playing it in in handheld mode in the portable mode and you're trying to do these motion games you're like tilting it in ways where you can't quite see the screen oh. and then you're like there's one where you're playing golf with they're like it's like this like ancient golf like a uh, uh, golf crab golf club <laughs> that's the term golf crab golf let club. me just go grab my nine iron and my other set crab. of crabs. I did not say the word crab. Oh, you said crab. <laughs> For the record, I said club. Okay, we're gonna like write down the time code sandwich. and we're gonna go back and listen to this. <laughs> and you said golf crab. <laughs> that is a very popular thing. Golf crabs. You have to hit the golf club. With the, and or sorry, use you have to control the golf club and hit this ball. And oh, the, so it's like golf. It's like golf, but you're on this like slanted platform, and the way you're controlling it is you're basically like imagine imagine holding your like iPhone like portrait mode or something like that, yeah. and you're like swinging it like 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 you would a golf club. Yeah, that sounds it awful. Doesn't work. It's terrible. Though there are, they're never part, however, of a main dungeon. It is always a shrine that you can just walk away from. And there's so many of them that it won't make an impact. So it's not a detriment. The other issues are a little bit bigger, though. One is that it rains. I feel like in my game it rains constantly. Which is, <laughs> and it means you can't climb mountains. It means you can't climb mountains. Which is one of my favorite things about that game is that you can climb everything. Everything. So you'll be like, I want to climb this. And then you start climbing it and you start sliding down instead. And then you there's a weather indicator on the bottom of your screen that tells you you know how uh, when it's going to stop raining and it'll show you basically the next four states of weather so it'll be like it's raining and then it's going to go to sunshine then windy and then thunder <laughs> it's like rain 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 <laughs> like no i'm stuck here but some areas it does just rain constantly and there's usually like a puzzle as to why it's raining constantly and you have to stop it for you know x y it's z probably reason. because a giant gordon is crying i can't tell you that it's a spoiler okay but th- that the the rain drives me nuts because in a worst case scenario, you can just find like a uh, an overpass, something like that, and get underneath it, light a fire. You know, spend some time by the fire. You can just kind of wait until the next day or something like that. But that's not it's not always an option. I've been stuck on the side of a cliff, and I'm like, I need to get up there, <laughs> but I can't. I'm just gonna wait. Time to make a snack, and I'll just leave and then come back. Nice. It and does, to be clear, not a snack in Zelda by cooking, but a snack in real life by correct because you cannot start fire when it's raining. But you can get a snack via Uber Eats or Postmates or, or, you just, or, or your kitchen. Or Okay, yeah, kitchen I guess kitchen. is a thing too, but we're millennials, so we order everything from our phone. Can you I, order I, something from the kitchen on your phone? That's coming. Can you text that's your roommate? That's got to be coming. Just text your roommate, <laughs> hey, bring me a Twinkie. No, Twinkies <laughs> are gross. Give me a Swiss, Swiss cake roll. The only the complaint, and this is actually I think is a bigger one. I was thinking about the promise of the Zelda game, that you could just – start the game and as soon as you wake up you can go straight to Hyrule Castle and fight the boss and you don't have this like three hour opening sequence that you have to go through Mm -hmm. there is a three hour opening sequence you have to go through it's called the Great Plateau and you have to do the four shrines to get the paraglider before you can leave 
And depending on how good you are at the game, that could be about a half hour to an hour, maybe more if you the first time if you don't really know what you're doing. Yeah. I don't want to do that every single time I decide to replay Breath of the Wild. Like that was what stopped me from going back to play Twilight Princess or Skyward Sword is I have to go through four hours of bullshit before I can actually play the game I want to play. It's a lot less time than that, and it's more enjoyable of a introduction by by far. Like don't get me wrong, it yeah. is the best opening to a Zelda game by far, but it still doesn't quite hit that. You can just start and go anywhere. Right. He's like, you can start and then do these four things. Go to the tower over there. Talk to this old man. Go to a cutscene where you tell a story, and then you can begin. <laughs> so, I wish there were a way you could say start a new game from the end of the tutorial. So, what you, you can do is what I did in your case, uh, because you have a, a user account on. Oh, my, where I just finished. Where the you Great just Plateau. finished. So I saved, and I'm like, I'm never gonna. I'm just going to keep this save. That way I can just kind of restart here from wherever I need to. And I'll never save the game. I'll just let the auto saves take care of it. And I realized you'll actually keep your manual save nice. for as long as you need, it seems. So you can always come back to that. Yeah. I'm also playing it too. There's this great mode. I'm, I'm literally starting it again now on your profile now that I've beaten it. Yeah. Beaten it. Which, by the way, you need to sign on your Nintendo account because I keep getting your friends are online. I'm like, I don't care right now. Okay. I don't know how to do that. Well, you need to I figure don't it have out. a Switch. So you, you need to figure it out. Actually, you can't do it on the Switch because the software's not of course you can't. So, there's a mode where you can turn off your HUD except your hearts. Mm-hmm. So you don't get the weather like showing up the bottom. Oh, good. Because it's always going to rain. So much it's always going to rain anyway. It. You don't get your mini-map. You don't get uh, your stealth, like how much sound you're making. And you don't get your temperature gauge. So you can see if it's warm or too cold for, for Link. You just have to rely on the visual aesthetics of the game. And I'm also trying to do it this time without using the map. like without, Because you basically find these towers where when you climb the top of the tower, you'll download the map for that region. And I'm not going to do that. Can't and you just, just wait for hard mode, Holden? No. Like, I do gotta, you have to go through all these crazy things to make it more difficult for yourself? I love doing that with Zelda games. Oh I, like Three Heart Challenge is one of the most fun I've ever had with Link Between Worlds. So much fun Three Heart Challenge in that oh game. Oh my gosh. So I'm, I haven't really gone that far. Like, I got to Kakariko Village, which is, like, one of the first things you do in the game. I'm going to play this game with my left eye closed at all times unless the sun is out, and then it's my right eye. <laughs> and if I sneeze, I have to go and start the game over. <laughs> I mean, that might be next. <laughs> in terms of – so I beat the game yesterday. And I, there's actually still a lot that I, I can do. Yeah, I've heard this game is literally game. forever long. Yeah, it's, it's literally. Literally. Well, there's so many little and puzzles Perkins. everywhere. The, uh, the Korok seeds, like there are these little puzzles, small puzzles you can do. That lasts. Whoa, 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 whoa. Clorox seeds? Korok seeds. Okay. Clorox. What's. Clorox. Clorox. It's bleach. Clorox. <laughs> yeah, it's bleach. Yeah. Bleach seeds? Yeah, this is Zelda in the future? It is. Mm. There's Clorox. It's the only brand. <laughs> like Final Fantasy's 15 cup He's noodles. He's cleaning up Hyrule. But it's Legend of Zelda's Clorox. Clorox. To get all the blood off your hands and your weapons and things like that so no one knows <laughs> that you've murdered all these people. Yeah, they, there's actually no um, Bacoblins you're fighting. They're all people. <laughs> you're insane. <laughs> That's the twist at the end of the game is Ganon with Zelda and you just like murdered Zelda. Oh man, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. So, I don't know if I should talk about the ending of this game. I no, you should not talk ending. about the ending of this game. I loved the ending. You can talk about your feelings about the end of the game, but you cannot talk about the end of the game. All I will say is that... This is a no-spoiler zone, except for the spoiler for whatever we spoiled at the beginning that I don't remember. Uh, oh, don't yeah, remember. getting to the center of No Man's Sky and literally shooting your brains out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, spoiler alert. Should have said spoiler alert beforehand. 
Also, my thoughts on the ending of the game are... Oh, wait, Korok Seeds. We got off topic with that. Clorox, so, yes. Clorox Seeds. Uh, there are 900 Korok Seeds across the whole map. <sighs> that sounds so, terrible. So if there you are got these little one puzzles. per minute, that would take you 45 years. <laughs> I just did that math in my head, and that's true. That math is, is not very accurate. <laughs> <laughs> there's, so there's, there's countless things to do in this game. Actually, there's not countless. There's 900 things <laughs> that you can do in this game. There's countless. You can literally count them. Yeah. 900. So you, you can always keep going in the game, is my point. So I beat Ganon, but I'm still like exploring and finding cool stuff. What I liked about the ending is that there's always in... You have like your four things you need to do in the game. You need to, to like conquer these four divine beasts. Yeah. But you don't have to. You can go right to Ganon. I did three of the Divine Beasts, and then I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to Ganon. I'm doing this. I can't wait anymore. I really want to know what Ganon's <laughs> like. And I went there, and I I beat him, and then I did the other fourth Divine Beast, and then I went back again, and it is different. If you do none of the Divine Beasts, it has a different impact to the ending than if you did like one or all four of them or two of them. It's, I mean, not- is it different like as a gameplay mechanic or a different narrative ending? Not, it, it, I'd say more gameplay mechanic. Okay. If I'm not going to go uh, too far into spoilers. Yeah, don't tell me what it is. I mean, basically, if it, the the less you do, the, the more difficult that the battle more is. difficult yeah. that battle is. Yeah, which I think is kind of cool. There's a consequence to not doing what you should have been doing the whole time. I don't want to go too far into it. Yeah, uh, I'll tell you off podcast if you really want to know. But oh, I'm going to play it myself probably the next three years. So. The next three years, I won't say anything. Then, <laughs> obviously, you're a super fan who cares a lot about spoilers. <laughs> But that was it was cool because a lot of the times in Zelda games, or really in a lot of games, it's like you have to do these three things and then have the boss battle we always intended you to have. Yeah. Where this is actually it does play out differently depending on what you do. I appreciated that. There's nice. a lot of and to go to the story in this, there's a lot of because you did this in the game, this is the conversation you're now having with this character. Like when I got the Master Sword, whenever I talk to people, they why are you grabbing the move controllers? Shut up! I'm only one of the charges works, so I'm switching them out now that one's <laughs> <Okay>. fully charged. <laughs> Because I found the Master Sword, I certain conversations with NPCs would be like, "Oh, I see you have the Sword of Evils, like a uh, uh, that, that seals away darkness," and like they would comment on the things that I had already done in the game uh, to the point where uh, I, I didn't see this myself, but on Reddit I was seeing that people would just play the whole game naked, like just with Link in his underwear, and people comment to that being like, "It's inappropriate to be in my room at night when you're <laughs> naked." I it was kind of nice how like your actions the way you did things actually did have an impact. That's awesome on what what occurred, and I think that's what Anuma was talking about. Anuma kept talking about this special thing with the story that he wanted to do, and I think that's kind of what it was. Is that it is like your own adventure. Like you don't have to see any of it. You don't have to do any of it if you don't want to. The story is as little or as much as you want it to be. Like there are like voice acting sequences, but you actually have to like seek them out and find them in the world. And I won't just to get to avoid spoilers. I'm not going to go into like what that means necessarily. Yeah. But I beat Ganon and then realized, oh, I didn't do all that story stuff. Let me seek all that stuff out and see how it plays out differently when I go to fight him. Or like, how, and you just learn a lot about Zelda's character and who she is in a way that you don't get in a lot of the other Zelda games, which I liked. Yeah. But it also was completely unnecessary. It was not the strongest story in a Zelda game, not by a long shot. It was pretty simple. But I, I really liked how 
the setup like the, the setup of the Zelda game is, is sick. It's well, really cool. None of the Zelda games really have strong stories anyway. No, Except Majora's well, Mask had a really cool ending. Really Majora's cool Mask had a, had a great story, but I'd say Twilight Princess had a pretty good story in uh, compared to other Zelda games. Skyward Sword did like they kind of got better about that later on. Actually, I say I I enjoyed Wind Waker's story. I like all the Zeldas I didn't play. Well, Skyward Sword and Wind Waker. Those are the two I didn't play. Oh, you played Wind Waker? You no. You have to play Wind Waker. That was very good. I played the demo for it when it came on the all twenty minutes the, of it. Yeah, <laughs> you got that disc that had it was like a promo disc that had Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask and the demo for Wind Waker all yep. for GameCube. I actually got that. It was like a pre-order bonus, I think. Yeah, it's very cool. My dad wouldn't let me have it though until Wind Waker came out. It was oh. really upsetting. At least I got it when Wind Waker came out. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The, the setup to Breath of the Wild is my favorite. That's where I was. The setup is essentially, Ganon already won 100 years ago. You gotta take the kingdom back now. Like, I like that you've already failed. Yeah. Like, you already suck. Let's help you get better so you can actually not suck this time. Well, it's because you fought him 100 years ago without the Master Sword or any clothes oh. or knowing how to control magnetic things. <laughs> you just left the Great Plateau without yeah, you doing just things you had a, a t-shirt on and hit him with a stick. Yeah. Of course you failed. That's awesome, though. I can't wait to play this whenever I get my Switch. It's which great. Which will hopefully be sometime this year. Yeah. And we didn't even talk about like, the gameplay and how amazing the gameplay is. No, yeah, we talked great. about that last week, though. No, so, but no it is, we have to talk about it again, Chad. <clears throat> would you like to add anything to your final thoughts about Switch and or? You are not allowed from now going forward to ever talk about Zelda or Switch ever again. Ooh, that is tough. I'm just kidding. Yeah. But do you have any other thoughts? Uh, on Zelda Breath of the Wild, I would say that... It is the best open world game that I've played. Yeah? Yes, because very rarely do people say, I'm putting a point on your map and you should go to it. Like like a puzzle might be look for the certain like the serpent's mouth and in the serpent's mouth in the forest you will come across. It's like, Okay, I gotta find that. That's awesome. The, the sense of exploration was something I hadn't had in an open world game before, and it really does add a lot. That's what I like, too. Yeah, because I noticed, even just playing the Great Plateau, like, mm -hmm. there wasn't a, go visit these four shrines, and there's a thing on your map, and then it tells you exactly how to get there, and how many feet it is to that thing, but it is a, go to the top of this tower and use your binoculars and try to find it, and mark it if you want it. Yep. That's awesome. It is, and there's a lot of empty space, but that kind of adds to that exploration because it's like oh there's this mountain I'm going to get up to the top of this mountain and then I can look around and be like oh there's a shrine over there I can go to I also there's an enemy camp I can go to over here and like and then you can plot and put those maps points on the map if you want to as well like you can put like a st I use stars for shrines so I could like find shrines I couldn't get to immediately and just kind of track them really like how you kind of map out your own world and you determine what was important that was really 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 well done nice and the Switch, I mean, it, it has, the like I said, the only thing I'm doing on is Zelda, so anything I say about Zelda applies to the Switch, <laughs> which is great. It was, It's fantastic. Cool. Really, so, really good system. So anything you say about Zelda, so it's always raining on the Switch. It's always raining on the Switch. I'm surprised I don't have water damage yet. Dude. Nintendo won't cover covered it. under warranty. Yeah, not covered under warranty. No, they don't even cover dead pixels, so. No, they, so they, they do. <laughs> they do. That I don't know how that their, story started. Their official thing was like. Play so, with it a few weeks, and then if you find out that it really is bothering you. They, their official thing was that it is – people misinterpreted what they said. They said it is expected that some LCD screens are going to have dead pixels. However, that is a defect. We will cover that under the warranty for free. 
So they are okay. going to cover that. Good. They're going to cover the Joy-Con issue. Um, so if you have a Joy-Con issue, you call in. They will help you. Good. The only one they will not help you with is if you swallow a Switch cartridge. You should have been doing that anyway. <laughs> they will not give you a Listerine strip. No, they will not give you a Listerine strip. <laughs> not included with the purchase of Switch. Not included. Accessories sold separately. So when what is it? When do you think you're getting a Switch? Probably around Mario Odyssey. Mario Odyssey. There's nothing between now and then you're interested in? No. No? If there is something I'm interested in, it's because I've already played it somewhere else. I see. And yeah. you'll just get Zelda at that point. Yeah, and that'll that'll be the first thing that I play on it would be Zelda, unless it's Mario and Mario comes bundled in. So if Mario yeah. comes bundled in, then yeah, I'll play Mario. I bet if this thing sells well enough, they won't bother bundling Mario in because they know they can make the money off of Switch and unless it's like a three fifty bundle or something like that. I would do that. You do that? Yep. Save ten bucks. Yeah, I would yeah. save ten dollars for a. Tasty I would cartridge. do that. You would do that. I really can't wait for you to play Breath of the Wild. Well, you're going to have to. Because next up, (laughs) uh, our next segment, um, I wanted to go through like a list of these are all the games coming in 2017. What are we excited for? Things like that. But then every list I saw was a liar. And they all had things like Spider-Man, PlayStation 4, or like a bunch of shit. Like, we know this is not coming this year. Yeah. So instead, I decided, let's talk about the five games that we're most excited for in the remainder of 2017. That we know is coming out? That we, that we know is coming in 2017. Yeah. Um, we did this a couple of weeks ago off air. Yeah. But we had the exclusion of anything in March can't be included because otherwise it's just Zelda. Yes. Uh, so now... I'm excited for five games. Zelda 1, Breath 2, <laughs> of the is 3 and 4, and Wild is the fifth game. Very good. Yeah, I'm glad there that worked go. in your favor. You yep. didn't think about that ahead of time. Nope. So, the top five games you're excited for for the remainder of 2017 that are confirmed. Well, they have said they are coming out in 2017. Uh, I'm going to start with... Tough. One that's actually coming out very soon, and that's Mass Effect Andromeda. Yeah, that's probably that's on there for me as oh, well. Oh yeah, for Mass sure. Effect Andromeda. I really enjoyed Mass Effect. I played it on PlayStation Three, so I didn't play the first one. Mm-hmm. It, it did eventually come to PlayStation Three digitally. Digitally, but two is the is the only one. Like if you're gonna play one, two is it? I'm so, oh, if you're gonna play one Mass Effect game, you should play two. Yes, gotcha. Not if you're gonna play one Mass Effect one. Then you should play <laughs> if two. you're gonna play one, two is the best <laughs> one to start with. Uh, so yeah, I got my in with Mass Effect Two. I actually platinumed Mass Effect Two, which was tough. That is tough. Um, and Mass Effect Three, I enjoyed Mass Effect Three a lot. And yeah, there was a, a mediocre ending at the end of it, but so what? The rest of the game was what, still really fun. What game besides Last of Us has a good ending? Mm, like like a narrative. Uncharted Four. I'm going to repeat that again. Besides Last of Us Naughty Dog. <laughs> Besides Naughty Dog games. Yeah. Because um, they are always pretty good about that kind of stuff. Yeah. I, don't, I can't speak to Jack and Daxter because I didn't play that series. But, but yeah. The story so, of Crash Bandicoot really got me. I was <laughs> I was in tears. I was in tears. That but. poor Bandicoot. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I loved Mass Effect Andromeda. I'm, if I loved it, I mean, I think I will love it in the future. <laughs> Mass Effect Andromeda <laughs> looks really cool. Yeah, I think that's definitely on there for me as well. I'll just that's my number five. Yeah, as well. Yeah, I, that the I only played Mass Effect one and two. I didn't play the third one. I really love the hell out of those games. The world is is really interesting to explore and to talk yeah. to the characters. Definitely something I want to return to. I'm also excited that it is something different this time around. 
it's also this is stupid to say it's just next gen mass effect and i just want to know what next gen yeah. mass effect is gonna it's gonna be like it looks gorgeous yeah i'm very excited yeah. very excited very excited excite bike excite bike matt hoffman's bmx i man i played that game a lot as a kid on gba matt hoffman bmx matt hoffman's bmx <laughs> uh so that was your number five throw another yeah. game out there go i guarantee you're gonna have one other one in common yeah, probably. Actually, I'm going to throw an odd one in here. Okay. I, I don't expect you to have this one. I cannot wait for the Switch version of Skyrim. It's All right. complete silence. I've never played Skyrim. I want to play it, and I'm not going to get it on a PS4 at this point since I know it's coming to Switch. I don't care if it's the remaster or not. I'm sure it'll probably be the original or like a quasi between the two or something like that. I want to play it on a Switch because I want to be able to take it with me. Cool. I've and they loved, said it's fall this year, right? They said it's fall this year. They said it's confirmed this year. But I played Fallout 4, and I, that was my first Bethesda game. And That that, that I, was your first Bethesda game? First Bethesda game. Totally. My first Bethesda game was 20 minutes of Morrowind as a kid. <laughs> That's and unfortunate. Like, I'm sorry. This game yeah. sucks. <laughs> I lit some like townsperson on fire, and then they all killed me. I was like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> so I never played it again. I mean, you can do that in Skyrim, I bet. Yeah, you can. So that's, I mean, there's not anything to really build on. I think people know what Skyrim is. So I don't have to explain that <laughs> too much. And I know it's ridiculous it's coming out on another system super late in the game. But hey, I haven't played it before. I want to play that game. That's awesome. It's coming on Switch. I don't think I could ever play that game. But it, I mean, I know people love it. So. Why, why can you play it? It's just too much, too big. Mm-hmm. Same reason why I could never play Witcher. So what game are you playing right now? Horizon Zero oh, Dawn. Oh man, though, Horizon Zero Dawn is so good. Uh, uh next up for me, Destiny Du. Really? That's Destiny Two. Really? In English, yes. I played. No, I, I, I know. Is does that mean Destiny Two? That's my question. Really? Yes, it does. It's oh, okay. French. Destiny Du. Uh, it's Destiny Two. Uh, I'm surprised you're saying that. You don't. I, I don't think you've I, ever talked about Destiny. But I ever. But Destiny and I had a an abusive relationship right off the bat. <laughs> Pre-ordered it, got it day one. Literally played it every day for about a month and a half. Every single day, I, after I beat it, what what skeleton there was to beat with no meat on its bones, and then I did all of the daily quests, the hard mode version of all the quests. I did the stupid for hours and hours a day running in circles trying to get all of these resources to power up my – it was – there was basically – there was a day in November where I didn't play it for a day and I realized, oh my gosh, I'm not having fun with this game. I really enjoy the combat but I'm playing literally the same eight missions over and over and I'm not having fun. I'm just doing the same shit. Every single day. Exactly why I stopped. But it felt so good. Mechanically, cool. it is. And there was the fantastic. promise of such cool lore. Did they get? But you they had to go on Bungie like that. They get sued. I think that's why they had to. Like someone else already had the story, so they sued them. And... I think that's a lie. I'm pretty sure that. <laughs> but Destiny Two. Anyway, I, I, I mean, heard it is about that Guardians. Got Guardians after... are in every game imaginable. That's, that's true. Uh, Even Halo Five, Taken King solved a lot Even of those Breath issues. Breath of the Wild is Guardians. <laughs> that's, yep, that that's where Destiny Two is featuring Guardians for Breath of the Wild. Yes, you can't bring your character over because he's a Guardian for Breath of the Wild. <laughs> so yeah, apparently Taken King fixed a lot of those issues that I had. With, that's where I started. But I never, I never really got back into it. Never tried it again with De- Taken King. 
So I'm really excited to try Destiny 2 with all of the shit that they fix. I'm and more it's going to be great. I'm more curious what it's going to be. There's a lot of mystery surrounding the game and I can't imagine it'll just be exactly what the Taken King was. Like that's that yeah. change it's got to be something more significant than that. I'm sure the lore will be bigger this time around considering that was the, the one of the chief complaints. Yeah. Is that the world was very cool what's happening in it though i have no idea yeah but i don't know if i'm excited like i, I kind of I, I didn't feel burned by destiny but i just it was not my style of game the mechanics were fantastic and same thing kind of with you after point i realized why am i playing this this exactly. doesn't seem like I don't, it just there's other things i want to play right now right so i'm excited i'm sure we'll see a lot more about it at e3 oh it'll that. it'll dominate e3 yeah yeah cool you go go i gotta go this time you know, uh, it's tough. I don't really have, like, this has been actually, it's a pretty quiet year for games coming up. For me, at least. There's not too much. Um, but one that I'm excited is coming out, and I keep forgetting about this game, is Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, yeah. That does come out this year. I always forget it's coming out this year, which is probably not good for Rockstar. I'm sure it'll sell fine. Yeah. It'll I'm probably glad that hearing a whole bunch of shit about it, though. It's coming out in fall. Yeah. That, that, that trailer, though, they released... Yeah. God damn, that's it's gorgeous. I wish I got back. I wish I got into Red Dead One. You never played it? I I played the beginning three times. Mm-hmm. You never first, get into like, it. Forty five minutes of it. And I was just like r- trying to ride this horse, and I was shooting a rabbit or something. And it was like, I wish I, I could start that game two hours in. When everyone says it gets really good and great. Yeah, it does start to get really awesome. I at a certain point, like many open world games, just stopped playing the story. Yeah, and just started doing whatever i wanted to do and one of the coolest things about that is is the the bounties and how if you do bad things there's gonna be a bounty on your head so you might be just going around the desert and all of a sudden some like five uh cowboys come out of nowhere to wrangle you up and you gotta you know either evade them or shoot them when you're in a desert you're just you gotta shoot them you really can't evade them in a desert or you could seek out bounties and try to get people and my favorites was you would uh You'd find the person you want, you'd tie them up, and then just drag them behind your horse, <laughs> just through the desert to the sheriff in, in like the town, you know, three miles away. And the That's guy awesome. was somehow still alive by the time that you. Oh, I'm sure he, he would be straight up dead. Oh, straight up dead, absolutely. Yep. But did did not happen in that game. I can't that I can't wait for that game. It's gonna be awesome. Fun. Uh, next up, I have on my list ukulele. Yeah. Big banjo fan. That is on my list as well. Yep. I was a big banjo fan. I even uh, bought it and played it on Xbox 360. Excellent. Got every jiggy except for two because they were glitched in the game. But I love it. I had a great old time with those stupid characters and they're... Never played it either. Oh, it was so good. So I good. I only played... And I think this is something we're coming up as games early gaming, gaming memories. I... Never played Banjo Kazooie. I only played Ocarina of Time on my N64. That's the, the oh, only so game. It absolutely makes sense for you to buy a Switch just for Zelda. That's when everyone's only... like, I don't want to buy a $360 Zelda machine, you're like, that's literally every console for me. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously. We'll get it onto that later on. But <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That is legitimately the case, though. Yeah. GameCube was, was great because it had two Zelda games. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also have on here two other games. First of which I'm sure is on your list, Mario Odyssey. 
I, I'm not excited for that game at no? all. Totally number one. Can't wait. That's my number one. I'm You're not excited. good at jokes. Are I'm you serious not. or you are not serious? I, I'm serious that I'm excited for Mario Odyssey. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, yes, very excited for that game. It's going to be freaking great. Well, at least it looks great. Except for the weird, like, he's a human, but he's also in a world with other humans. It's and he's a, so a midget weird, human. But it's great. Yeah, that looks weird with new donk city my favorite um, thing ever is i of course watch a lot of nerd videos on youtube or on nintendo <laughs> it's just a thing that i do and there's a whole group of people who spend time like okay so mario is probably like a five six like dude so that means that bowser's like this tall like they'd like to figure out the world yeah and now they're all like okay so are the people 10 feet tall or is mario <laughs> only two feet and they're trying to figure it out like dude it doesn't matter it does not matter <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, and, yeah, my last game, straight up, like, the most excited I've been for a game in my life, almost, is South Park the Fractured Butthole. <laughs> I am I love South Park and the humor, but that first game, The Stick of Truth, totally took me by surprise. It took a lot of people by surprise. From the very beginning, when it's you're, like... It's a really like, well-reviewed game. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah. So good. The very beginning, character creation screen. What is your name? You enter in what you're like spending five minutes. Oh man, what's my name gonna be? It's gonna be so cool. You enter in. Cartman says, You typed in douchebag. Is that correct? No. Then you retype it. You typed in douchebag. Welcome, douchebag. And I was like, God damn it, I'm gonna love this game. It was so freaking funny. Um, I have not laughed out loud more in a video game ever in my life. It also just looks like an episode of South Park. It does. It looks exactly like an episode of South Park. And if if you came in, if, unless you were in a battle, if you if somebody came into the room, they're like, is this an episode of South Park? And you're like, yeah, it is. You should watch it with me. And then you get in a fight and they're like, you lied to me. And then you slap them and throw them out the window. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm very excited for Fractured Butthole. I will let you play that. I've never been a big South Park fan. Oh, man. You should at least watch me play it. Oh, I'll watch you play it. I'm curious because I hear the, the the combat mechanics are a lot more involved in this one. Yeah, and that was the biggest complaint. I mean, it was 10 hours, which was like the perfect length of that game, but it, it was a simple RPG, which yeah. I liked, but the people's biggest complaint was that it was a little too simple combat-wise. Yeah, and then, yeah, they've they've stepped it up. I, I would no, don't know if you'd want it to be – and I'm sure – Complex RPG doesn't mean length, like long in length, but right. I wouldn't want this to be a forty-hour. Uh, you get burnt out in that right. pretty fast. I feel ten hours is is just right. It's just brilliant writing, and those goddamn superheroes that they have are so freaking good. <laughs> I don't like South Park that much, but I have a huge respect for uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Yeah, they do really, really solid work consistently. Yeah. So that's it. That's my list of five games: Mass Effect, Mario Odyssey, Ukulele, Destiny Two. Uh, South Park. I didn't write mine down, but I have. I guess I have two more. So Mario Odyssey is on there for yep. me as and well. Mass Effect's on there for you, and Ukulele's on there for you. Yes, yeah, so that's three, and, and then Red, Red Dead. Dead. And that's then four. What's my last one gonna be? I don't. This is tough. Don't worry. I wrote mine down while you were doing your Switch segment, telling your story. <laughs> I didn't have a moment because I was busy talking. Well, it's your fault for being the only one here with a Switch. You should have ordered two. I should have ordered two. I. What else is really even coming out this year? I I couldn't even tell you. Like, right now, it's... I, one one I'm excited for, I'm just going to throw a Switch game in there. I, I am excited for ARMS. I'm not, I wouldn't say this is, like, a yeah. super anticipated game of mine, but it's what I'm thinking of right now. I do really want to play ARMS. 
I'm curious. Yeah, it looks good. It looks fun, and I just want to see what new Nintendo IP does. I'm excited about that. I just I think my favorite part of that system is HD Rumble. Okay. I'm excited to see how that's put into it. I, I actually want. I do have one I'm more excited about. Okay. So to, so yeah, I'm excited about so arms. So forget arms. Fuck arms. I'm excited about it, but fuck it. Uh, there's this game called uh, Tumbleweed. Have you heard of this? Nope. It is coming to a lot of platforms, but it's coming to Switch, supporting HD Rumble. It's the guys who made the game Threes. On the swipe I- game on your iPhone? Yeah, they're making like a more like, full-on game, and it's about moving like a seed up a mountain or something like that, and you use the HD Rumble to like feel where the seed is coming up ahead or something like that, and... I don't know. I like those developers a lot. I loved Threes. Not just because of like the, the puzzle mechanics, but it's really... Have you played it before? Threes? Yeah. I played 256, so... So this one's better because it's really charming. Every, like, each number is like, a different personality. So if you leave the song, like, the, the music on, you'll just hear them going, like, hi. <laughs> to you, but they're all a little <laughs> bit different, and they all sound so depressed. It's, hel- okay. it's awesome. I don't know why. I just okay. love it so much. And when you, like, combine them together... Uh, like the larger numbers are like more prominent characters. It's not just like the numbers; it's like a personality to it. Uh, but the music in that game is just so cheery and great. I love that game. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's Cinco. Uh, we are getting up there in time, so we're going to we, end it with uh, last segment. I have tentatively called this subscriber interrogatives because I didn't want to say reader questions or listener questions. <laughs> uh, so subscriber interrogatives. So we're going to go first to our email where you can send questions in at splitscreengamingpodcast at gmail.com. So we have uh, – this one is from Instagram. Help secure your account at split – oh, confirm your email address. Nope, that's not a question. Uh, this one is – oh, here we go. From iTunes, store podcast creative successfully notification. Nope. So uh, sounds like we don't have any emails. So – at least not from people. So if you're listening and you want to hear some questions, send us an email at splitscreengamingpodcast at gmail.com uh, so we can answer some cool questions. I, I, but don't worry. I made some up of my own. I have a question. Yeah. Did we verify our account? Oh, we verified it. Don't oh, worry. Okay. We verified it on Instagram Thank and God. the Twitters and all that stuff. Shout out, by the way, to David Sullivan, our one Facebook like. Yeah, David. You're, you're the best, David. Thanks, David. Um... So I have a few questions here. Just fun little things. One, what's your earliest gaming memory? Or what are your earliest gaming memories? So I had an N64. Uh-huh. That was your first game console. My first game console. Okay. And How old are you? Four? Probably. Okay. <laughs> probably. I can't count that yet. I couldn't count that. It was very hard. Okay. I was also terrible at Zelda. I remember I, I fought. I... You know, played with the systems and tried to figure things out, and I got to Goma and Deku Tree, <laughs> and I thought that was the end. <laughs> Do you know why I hate Jabu Jabu's Belly so much? Why? Because I was too young and didn't know how to beat it, so I always had to have my brother beat it. That's why I hate it. I didn't even know there was dungeons after Deku Tree. Like, I thought <laughs> I'd, I'd get there, like, cool, on this open field, and I just wander in it. That's that's it. That's the whole game. And I never went farther than that, ever. And I did never beat Ocarina of Time until my 3DS when it came out. Oh, that. wow. Yeah. So Ocarina of Time never had any impact on me. Oh, man. In any significant way. That game was just about, like, finding a wooden sword and going into a tree, right? That yeah. Was that, that, was, that was the whole thing. So yeah. 
But it was because I remember going to a friend's house and he's like, Ganon. And I'm like, wait, this is not the same game. <laughs> Clearly, you have no idea what you're talking about. But I'm about. still obsessed with it. Like, <laughs> I never played Majora's Mask, but, but Wind Waker's coming out. I'm like, yes, another one. Oh, there's <laughs> multiple islands. <laughs> I was really excited. So my earliest game memory is sucking really bad at Ocarina of Time. That's awesome. What about you, Chad? What is your earliest gaming memory? My earliest gaming memories go back to the NES. Wow. Nintendo Entertainment System. I didn't realize you were that old. I am 4D. 40. I'm 40. You're 40? Yeah. No, no, you're not. Nope. Um, But my family had an NES. And this isn't something like I have fully... I was young. I was born in 1990. Uh, so you're not 40. So then. I'm not 40. Okay. Unless you're really bad at math. Wait. But... I have like these these like you're, memories okay, you're ish of my first game I remember playing is Gauntlet, Gauntlet Two on the NES. Don't even know that game. No, no. You don't even remember like Gauntlet Legends on the N sixty four. Nope. Or the I oh only gosh. had Ocarina of Time. <laughs> so Gauntlet is this game. It's a four player arcade game, and it's endless, and it's just you're going through things, fighting enemies, going from level to level, trying to get to the exit of the level, and the mm-hmm. exit is hidden in some places, or it moves around, or you have to get keys to unlock doors yeah but if you've ever heard it like red warrior needs food badly blue nope. valkyrie is about to die nope. you never heard any of this oh nope. my gosh so gauntlet 2 it's available on all the platforms i even have it on my playstation 3 on switch not on switch it'll <laughs> uh-huh. never be on switch then I'm it sure. doesn't exist as a game to me but yeah playing that my parents my brother and i sometimes my sister like that's my earliest gaming memory is playing gauntlet on the nes and sometimes there was this olympic game where you had like this, <laughs> you, there was a game pad, and it was like a rug. Wii U it was a big plastic rug. No, it was like a DDR mat, but it was for <laughs> like you, you did a running game and you have to run on the mat and you have to jump. And the person in the game jumps, and then they land in the game whenever you land on the mat. So the higher you jump, great. But you could also just not be on the mat and you could hit your hands on it and take your hands away and then wait forever and then hit your hands on it again to pretend that you jumped. So it's easy to cheat. Yeah, easy to cheat. Easy to cheat. So, yeah, there was a. My family, we used to. There was a lot of video games in there. They never got past the Super Nintendo, most of my family. My brother did, but my parents are still playing good old Donkey Kong Country. They're on Donkey Kong Country 3 right now. And on Chad the was the first to graduate from college. <laughs> that's a lie, but they're great. Yeah. So, that's my uh, earliest gaming memory. I never even heard of Gauntlet. I think it's funny that your earliest gaming memories were on SNES, or on an NES. Why is that funny? I don't know because I just I'm only four years older than you, but your earliest is like N64. Exactly. Yeah. There's like two major generations of games. Yeah. Maybe game I'm consoles. Just, I developed earlier. Yeah. I grew boobs before you did. You, you did. I it. did grow some. And boobs, I was though. so I was jealous. A big old kid. All the boys started talking to you, <laughs> and suddenly I don't have a friend anymore. <laughs> oh man! Next question: What game did you never think you'd like, but ended up falling in love with? You know, so I'm going to go to GameCube okay. now. So Wind Waker. <laughs> I hated it at first. No, I loved the game at first. Uh, for Christmas, I wanted a PS2. Okay. And I got a GameCube with Metroid Prime, which was not what I wanted. <laughs> and I could not get my – I could not get a grasp on Metroid Prime. And it was one of those games where I played it because I had to because yeah. it was the only thing that I could play. And just the more I grinded into it – the better it got, but it was just, it was it was a frustrating game for, jeez, it came out in two thousand two. I was nine, 
when that game came out. It's like yeah. a, that was a tough game for a nine year old. That's a hard game. I like I played it on the Wii. In fact, actually, just like Ocarina of Time, I finished it <laughs> much later <laughs> in life. And that the game is super super fun, but it's super hard. Yeah, and it was easier because I was using the Wii motion controls. Uh, oh, when, when you beat it, I was about to say I those weren't it. around in two thousand two. No, they were not. I was ahead of the game. My parents <laughs> were awesome. I didn't, I didn't get a lot of games. I got Zelda and Metroid Prime, <laughs> but I had to be nunchucks. It is so much harder with the the game uh, the GameCube controller because you couldn't aim and move around at the same time. Yeah. You had to stop, hold the R, and then like literally move like around. It was almost like a Resident Evil almost, where you have like Resident Evil Four the tank controls. Tank controls. You have to stop to, Gosh, to aim. Those are so, like Metroid Prime trilogy and Resident Evil Four. Those were like best on Wii when you finally yeah. can aim with the Wii remote and things yep. like that. I tell you though, Metroid Prime is a fantastic game. It's really great yeah. atmosphere. And honestly the the graphics hold up I think pretty well. Yeah. They still look really cool. One of my favorite things about that game is when there's a bright light, like a flash outside of you, like a space part shoots a rocket, yep. there's a flash in your helmet and you see Samus's like face like, mm. really quickly. Like there's this great sense of you are inside this helmet that no other company had really done at that time. Yeah. And under appreciation for this at the time, but something I didn't realize until I kind of like looked back on it and was kind of looking at some gaming history stuff. But that was a a top of the line graphic, like in terms of graphics game. Yeah, a lot of first person shooters hadn't really figured out how to like have flat environments where you weren't clipping into things and having issues with that. Right. And Metroid Prime is like. Uh, everything's slanted and at an angle and you're at this like like mangled ship that's crashed on on the planet and like really intense environments blew the doors off of anything else yeah. at the time it was awesome very good game and i i hated it at first loathed it that's awesome yeah. um my game was harvest moon have you ever played harvest moon no but everyone is i've heard a lot of people talk about it I get the sense like Animal Crossing. It, I, I've never played Animal Crossing, but I assume okay. it's similar. But it's it's literally a game about farming. Like, you have to go chop down all the trees and bust up all these rocks with a hammer so that you can make soil. And you have to till the soil and you have to plant the seeds. And you have to go fishing and you have to tend to your cows and raise chickens and get the eggs from the chickens every morning. And it's like, sounds like the most boring shit. Yeah. But it does. <laughs> we had we had Harvest Moon on the Game Boy, and I'm pretty sure all four of us, had, all four kids, had it. My brother, my older brother, my older sister, and my younger sister and I, and we were all addicted to it. My older sister's just like, mm-hmm. I like it because the cows are cute, <laughs> and then I was just like straight up just playing it because everybody else was playing it, or it was my what my brother was playing, and I was obsessed with being just like him. But um, that game, I played so much of it. And I got addicted to it. What is the point? Is it kind of like you're just you're doing just a, baking, just making a better making farm. A farm, making a better farm? Yep, hmm. and that's it. It sounds a lot like Animal Crossing, except Animal Crossing is a little town. Yep, you're making your house as good as possible. It was also, I, I was an irresponsible kid, so yeah. I lost my Game Boy Color, and this was like uh, this was a special one where you could put it in the Game Boy Color and it looked it like in color. So I lost my Game Boy Color because I was a child, and so I had to play it on the OG Game Boy. The gray brick, and everybody else had a color one, and so I was playing Poor it. Chad. And I got How to the point. <laughs> I got to the point where I was picking up eggs from a chicken. This game sounds so boring. It sounds really bad. <laughs> I was picking up eggs 
from the eggs from the the chicken stuff and in the game i dropped the egg on a rug like the the hen house had a rug in it and i dropped the egg on the rug and i couldn't tell where the egg was because it blended in with the design of the rug (laughs) so i went up to my mom i remember this i went to my mom crying it was like Mom, I need a Game Boy Color because I can't tell where the egg is anymore. Because I dropped the egg on the carpet and it's not in color and everything looks the same. And so I'm pretty sure that night we went out to Walmart or Target or something like that. And she bought me a new Game Boy Color. Why do I? Because Game Boy Colors were like $70. Yeah. You could have either like, Mom, I need a Switch still, because I can't I mean, play Zelda on the I go. All right, it. let's go get a Switch. <laughs> I lost one. I already had one, but I lost it. And then... I had a perfectly working Game Boy. I just couldn't find an egg on a rug. <laughs> and she's like, all right. My that mom was good. She totally was good. reminds me, uh, when I got my Game Boy Color, my dad and I got one the same day. He got the uh, the turquoise. I got the purple, which is that purple is great. Yeah. I miss that purple. That I want a purple with the see-through. If and... you can get purple Joy-Cons, yeah. heart, in a heartbeat, I would get them. Anyway. Uh, my dad got Legend of Zelda Oracle of Seasons. I got Legend of Zelda Oracle of Ages. Nice, and then nice. I broke my Game Boy. <laughs> and then my dad's Game Boy became my Game Boy because I pitched a fit. <laughs> nice. Yeah. He, he reminds me every day. <laughs> Not every day, but like every time I call him, he's just like, remember the Game Boy that you broke that I uh, just gave you mine? <laughs> I'm such a good parent. Uh, one more question before we wrap it up. Uh, we're going almost an hour and a half. What job in the video game industry would you love to have? If you could live a different life, or I don't know, maybe when you turn 24, you decide, I'm going to do something different with my life. Yeah, that's a really tough question. I think the immediate answer for me is the game tester, because I want to see what it's like before it's finished, and just kind of like get to like see how it's broken and messed up and tell them, like, hey, Shigeru Miyamoto, your game's broken. <laughs> Mario shouldn't be doing it like that. Uh, that sounds awful to me because in real life, it's literally like, hey, you see this big open field? Go run into every rock and tell me if you can like clip through that rock. Or is there any place where you run along the edge of the forest that you get stuck? It's not like, oh, I'm going to play through all these quests. Oh, yeah. No, I it's know. like literally try to break the game by running into something. Yeah. That sounds kind of fun. Stuff. So I'm going to kill your dream and tell you that it sounds No, boring. it's fine. Well, I said that's my immediate answer. That's like yeah. the quick like, ooh, that would be fun. But I really would like to be in the marketing side of like yeah. taking this game, yeah, taking this game, um, no matter <laughs> what what quality it is, like you got to sell this. You got to pitch this as like the best game ever just because I think it's hilarious how every developer always says the same thing <laughs> this is our most ambitious game to date do you see those mountains over there you can go to those mountains <laughs> over there i just be like all right can we do something different please I, we'll, we'll market it this way instead because <laughs> i'm really tired of the same marketing for every single game yeah so i think i would probably want to be in marketing nice It'd be fun i would love to i almost went to college for this up until like the end of my junior year i changed uh i would love to go into the animation side of things I would love to be building these character models and, and figuring out how to animate them in this world. Uh, that sounds super fascinating. Or I have a degree in musical theater, and the mocap and performance capture stuff has gotten mm. so complex nowadays that they, that's a legit form of acting. Like, there's always been voiceover, but then, yeah. like, they bring on, they make and build sets for this, and you wear the mocap suits, and you're acting these games out. I think that would be freaking fascinating. Oh, that and that might be something cool. that I actually see myself ending up in in the next. Five ten years too. That'd be very cool. I would love to do that. Like the stuff that 
Nolan North and Troy Baker and all of them get to do mm-hmm. Ashley Johnson. Like, you're the next Ashley fun. Johnson. That's it, man. Yeah, you're it. I'm beautiful enough. That would so. be really, really fun. That does sound great. Yeah. And then I'll get to tell them, this is the best motion, most most uh, ambitious motion capture of Chad <laughs> we've ever done. All right. So I, I, if you want your question featured mm, in there. No, I, just I, I have a question. I want oh, These are your shnikes. questions. I have a oh, question. you have questions too? I just have one. That's not I, I just, I, what, I'm just curious. What is a game that you like refuse to play? Like people tell you it's amazing and you're like, no, I'm, I'm never, ever going to play that game. Oh, Because you man. know you're just not going to like it. Oh man, it's kind of the opposite of your question. Like game you played that you didn't play. This is a game like you just know you're gonna hate it, so you'll never touch it. But everyone loves it. Hi, Skyrim. Really, <laughs> Skyrim. Skyrim. Yeah. Really, why? It's just like everything that I've seen from it. Yes, it looks like a giant world, but also everything that I've seen from it. I've seen people play. And it's like this just looks boring as shit. And everyone's like, Oh my god, I spent three hundred hours of my life on this, and I'm still. It was like, No, it looks boring as shit. It looks drab. And it just doesn't look fun at all. And there's all the like sitting there talking to people in those long ass oh, talking. Chains. So yeah, Skyrim. Everybody says it's fantastic, but I will I will never play it. Well, I'll let you know how great it is. I also have never been attached to the the Elder Scrolls games. Like I told you, I played twenty minutes of Morrowind. Yeah, never played Oblivion. I've never played any of them, so that's why I'm excited to just play it myself. Yeah. Wow, Skyrim really. It is a hugely popular game that gets tons of praise. Yeah. Like you meant everyone knows Skyrim. Yep. It's one of those brand names now. Interesting pick. What's yours? Hmm. Um. I I would probably have to say, like a racing sim like Gran Turismo or or Forza, oh because I, I get it. Those games are probably really really good if you want to realistically drive a car <laughs> with like, a joystick. With a joystick, yeah. That's but no. If you play those games, you have to like. If you're one of those who plays it legit, you have to buy like the hundred dollar steering wheels and all that kind of stuff. And it's and like, what I want? I'll get a car. <laughs> that sounds better. But don't get one of those in Chicago. That's stupid. No, I won't do that. Oh my god! You just told everyone where we are. And it's... Oh my god! Come murder oh. us, please! Don't leave my door unlocked. Know exactly where we are, because <laughs> <laughs> they work with us. So that was this week's version of Split Screen Gaming Podcast. Again, you can go to facebook.com/slash/splitscreen/gaming/gaming/podcast. Yep, that's the Facebook one. Just like David Sullivan did. Give us a like. <laughs> Thanks, uh, David. Start a little community there. We're on Instagram at Split Screen GP. Twitter Split Screen GP. Email address, splitscreengamingpodcast at gmail.com. Send us some cool stuff. Give us some feedback. All you sexy people out there listening, we can see the numbers. We know you're listening. We want to hear from you. <laughs> Tell us, oh my gosh, I wish you would have brought back the 400 news stories from last week. We're not going to do that. That was too much. I'm yeah, so those, also, those stories were last week. We're not going to do the same stories. <laughs> we're going to revisit news yeah. every week from the week before. So this week, Game Pass was announced again. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, until next week. Good day, you stopwatch-toting gym teachers. I'm peace. (laughs)